Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 55, the one where we hustle into harvest. Ooh, good one. I know. I just came up with that. That's why I was laughing. (laughs) Oh, how are you? I am good. Good, good. How about yourself? Good. It's very fall-ish here this week and I am Mm -hmm. loving it. We just got our first fall-ish day today. Like we're just waking up, going outside. The air is crisp. It very much feels like harvest today. Mm, I love it. I'm ready for fall. Today is also my anniversary. Oh, I forgot to tell you happy anniversary. Happy That's anniversary, okay. Jordan okay. and Kylie. Um, we got married, obviously, what is normally the middle of harvest. So it's totally fine. It's not a big deal. It was a good day eight years ago. I wish that we had been friends then. I know. That would have been fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So eight years, we made it over that seven year. They say your seventh year is your hardest. I would not disagree with that. They say statistically, I think if you pay past seven years, you have less of a chance of divorce. Oh, oh. also since the podcast, we had our 10 year. Right. We're totally killing it. Yeah, we are. So what's Uh, up? Harvest is in full swing. Oh my gosh. Yes. We are just really getting our toes wet. So I went to Rural Rooted, which was really exciting. Um, learned a lot there, but the reason that I signed up going in September was because my husband promised me that we would not be in harvest yet. So, uh, cause I, I just couldn't like, you know, as a wife who has to help with both harvest and the kids and meals and all these things, I was not going to be willing to go if we were in harvest. And as it got closer, that was like four weeks ago. And as it inched closer, we had like 95 degree weather and wind out and everything just dried lickety split. So as we approached last week, George said, well, we might start Wednesday. Well, we might start Thursday. Well, we might start Friday. And so they actually did start Friday and he's just like, go ahead, go. Cause I already told you, like I'd already paid everything. I mean, it, I was going, uh, and it worked out fine. Everything worked out fine, but it was definitely weird being at home knowing that I was home and we were starting harvest because it's such a big deal. Yeah. When I saw he was like on the leg unloading corn, I'm like, "Uh Oh, Kylie's going to be feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely did. And Rowan and Reese had, and we've been on this three week cold spill spell. Um, Rhett brought something home for about a day. Like each kid got sick for about a day. That was it. And then Rowan and Reese just couldn't get rid of the snot and the congestion and we went went back to the doctor three different times. We got diagnosed with ear infections and then the antibiotics didn't work. And then we got diagnosed with worse ear infections and I had to leave. So Rowan wasn't feeling the best while I was gone. There was all kinds of emotions while I was gone for being back. Hard home. to leave your baby for the first time too. It absolutely is. I was telling Whitney, if you're a breastfeeding mom and you do that and your pump sucks butthole that you supply will completely plummet and, and you'll be sitting here back with your baby that you can't feed. So there's that too. Mm. And pumping, God bless. It is I the hate, worst. 
pumping. With Bodhi, I exclusively pumped for nine months. Mm -mm, It was mm -mm. the worst nine months of my life. There's no wonder people hate that. I mean, I literally did it for three days and I had to do it sporadically the rest of the whole entire his life. And I hated it then. And I very, very much hate it now. I don't know if your kids were that different, but like Bodhi, I exclusively pumped. Layton was exclusively breast. I didn't have to pump at all. And Rowdy was both. It was like the weirdest breastfeeding cycle ever. Yeah. Rhett was with me all the time. So I basically fed him and tried to pump to also increase my supply a little bit. Reese stayed home with like our babysitter that came a couple days a week. So I pumped quite a bit with her. And then with Rowan, obviously he's been just the little booby boy. (laughs) Yeah. A little peach. So he does take a bottle. Now we can be thankful for that and it'll be fine. Whatever happens, it'll be fine. I'm trying to let go of the control. Mm-hmm. You're controlling easy none for, of it. Easy for me. Easy for my Instagrammate. Okay. Speaking of so that, I'm just going to rock a quote right away. Cause you just saying control made me think of it. So I saw this from Dave Hollis this morning and it said, control is an illusion. The only thing you can control is how you choose to show up today, how you choose to make mm-hmm. the most of the hand you've been dealt, how you decide to see the events that led you here as exactly what you needed to grow into who you're becoming. Boom. That's pretty good. That was good. I liked it, but you said control and that made me think of it. So quote at the beginning. You're so good with quotes. I mean, I can't even remember uh, the Pledge of Allegiance some days. That's not true, but. (laughs) (laughs) But that is hard. Um, We're good. We've been nuts. Um, Silage is over now finally, which is good because that is a very balls to the wall two to three weeks and like hard because Bart's in the chopper and we don't really see him that often. So now he's drilling wheat. We do have corn and Milo both ready, but we're kind of at a standstill. It's a very weird year. Um, The fall weather isn't good for cutting Milo. And so we really can't start there yet. Hi. Were you hoping for more summer to get that done or? He's going to farm, he says. Okay, go watch Paw Patrol. Um, Well, usually we don't cut Milo till the end. It's just that the dry spell really killed us. And same thing, like we've been hundreds and constant wind. Mm -hmm. And so everything's just, I mean, it's just a very weird harvest year. I don't know how else to explain it. And to be honest, I'm just ready for it all to be over and for winter to get here. (laughs) Right, like move on. We're actually having a pretty good harvest so far, so I can't really complain. I'm not in the same boat, definitely. And I appreciate, I appreciate your struggles, um, knowing that we've been there before, not in the same, but in a different way, one way or the other. So we're hoping that everybody that's listening, that's just starting harvest or halfway through or all the way done. First of all, if you're all the way done, like, so jealous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know I was talking to someone the other day and I said, you know, 2020 was hard because of the unknown of the year. And now it's like 21 is really exhausting because of the two-sidedness of our world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just feel like it's been a, I don't know, been a tough year. So I'm just ready for growing season harvest to all be over and for us to start fresh again. Have a break too. Like, even if it's just a little one, which Kylie needs to make her mind up, but I'm going to Nashville in December. We have plans to, I, I just have to get a babysitter, but we have intentions of joining the and reunited. 
reunited <laughs> that's right it's gonna so be cool. wild <laughs> can't wait yeah and so since like you know the vid last year we didn't go anywhere which is very uncommon usually bart and i tried to get away by ourselves mm-hmm. even for a few days but we didn't so i'm excited to get away for long a few days. time coming for real yeah we have actually it seems like we're not even talking about harvest but we have lots of things coming up over the next six months, potentially going with you. We have a thing in January. We have cultivating courage in February. We have, which is sold out, like way oversold out. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. So proud of you. Uh, it's going to be overwhelming. Like 185 people is a lot of people. I and know. So and that actually we went up have, from my number. I fudged yeah, we a little have to have for daily people. name tags, please. <laughs> yep, we do. We have lanyards. <laughs> Can we have name tags and handles? Yeah, because it's going to have, because seriously, I'm going to walk up to some people and be like, oh, so-and-so. Oh, at? Yes, I do know who you are. <laughs> yeah, we t- we're actually friends, but I don't know your first name. <laughs> or your last name, usually. <laughs> or what you look like that much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, shooty. But really, it's going to be fun. Whitney and I, we we have really struggled with topics and being prepared the last, you know, however long, forever since the beginning of the podcast. But we are going to do a really fun podcast at Cultivating Courage. We may live. do some interview. Yeah, live. We may do some interview work. Like, I actually really don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be definitely worth coming and hanging out with us and watching what goes on. Um, I, I feel like it'll be interactive. I'm just really looking forward to it. I am too gonna be fun it's gonna be good um I told Whitney she has to have t-shirts made Bart is her husband's name you guys (laughs) should know that by now and Jordan is also going with me and they're gonna be the bartenders and Jordan said Whitney has to make a shirt for Bart that says Bart Ender like capitalize his name (laughs) it's perfect if you're not doing it I am doing it we need to make this very clear and then Jordan's gonna be the bartender's sidekick yeah you know the word that we're wanting to say sidekick (laughs) oh so harvest madness how are we going to survive oh I do not know me oh my how are we going to survive (laughs) harvest our eighth year at least I know Um, grace patience yes two big words I think it's like harvest is such a big deal because when you're planting if it's a good year, planting seems to just zoom by. You can put in a lot of acres. You can really work hard on the days that you're able to. And let's just say it's a month. Can go quicker, can go longer. Ours have been longer the last three years. Like that's where we've really struggled is planting in the last three years because of the weather. But harvest is almost always for us on the size of our farm, eight weeks. I mean, I'm gonna say the same thing. Usually we start beginning of October, end right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like this you can, year, it's like uh, earlier. Well, and you can walk through it, it's there's, there's a bottleneck somewhere in harvest. So one of your combines break down. Okay. Well, there's a bottleneck. Uh, your trucks aren't, um, you, you have a truck breakdown or you can only run two trucks out of three or three trucks or your crop is really good and you can't work as fast because you can't keep grain off the field or your crop is really bad and you're really pushing through acres, but then that presents a whole new issue on the backside. So it's like an elephant, right? It's a big deal. Eight weeks when you look out and you're like, damn, it's September 21st and we're not going to be done till 
we always shoot for Halloween. We usually start mid September. We really like, we push to be done by Halloween. So that's only six weeks. It'll probably be after this year, unless we just get like really rocking. Um, but it's, an it's very stressful. It's a very stressful eight weeks though. It's like it's the constant. elephant is sometimes very heavy. He's a the heavy elephant's elephant. running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heavy. He's a heavy elephant. So well, we my goal one bite at a time. That was where it finishing that thought. Like you just literally don't look at it and be like, damn, we're not going to be done till Thanksgiving or Halloween because that seems so abstract and far away. One so day at a like, time. Okay, this is our acreage. I like to look at my acreage. How many acres do we have left? How many you can, you're not going to reharvest. It's not like planting where you could replant. Right. Like once you harvest it, it's done. It's one and done. Yeah. So my goal for this harvest is to, I always say it, be where my feet are, but I'm truly going to try that. And I read Emily Lay's book, um, Grace, Not Perfection, every harvest, because it just reminds me attainable and that progress is progress. And so being where my feet are to me is going to be like, I'm in the tractor. I can't get to my housework. I can't get to my yard work. I'm not going to stress about it. And also another thing like that I practice is we're not going to add any more to this yield. Like that's going to be another year like that because of the drought. It is what it is. We couldn't put any more water on it. So let's mm-hmm. harvest it. Let's get it out and let's be done. We're not going to control any of it. We're just going to rock it. Right. So that's my goal is to just focus on the present. Don't stress. Don't worry. And it is what it is. I think I say this every year, It is, but I have to remind myself. Well, and there's always like for us the last three years, we, I feel like we've just been a broken record. This is a very unique year. Maybe it's always going to be a unique year. Maybe it is, but breakdowns, they suck. Everybody knows that. Right. But it happens. It always happens. It happens. And there's nothing we're going to do about it. You, you maintain your machine like you can. And if it breaks down, you get it fixed. Yep. You pay the bill. Yeah. Which are usually pretty expensive. (laughs) We have a tractor that whatever was broken on it, the whole cab had to come off. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, that's not really expensive at all. Come on, John Deere. (laughs) I know. I know. Let's make this a little look. We love our green, but man alive, it's expensive to maintain. Mm -hmm. So So we, um, we, this is Rowan's first harvest. So it's going to be very different for me this year, just on, he goes to bed you know, 637, just the way we have a schedule right now, which is very early. It's, none of my kids have gone to bed that early, but it just works for us right now. And I know soon enough, he'll be down to one nap a day and he'll go to bed at eight or eight 30 and it'll be fine. So we're just rolling with it. It actually gives me a little more time after he goes down to then either spend with the big kids or do the things we have to do bath, bedtime, all that stuff without having him, the pressure of putting him down. So that's going to be different this fall because we're going to be taking food to the field. You know, Rhett's in school. That's different. There's just going to be this really interesting. It does make a difference. Have your kids dynamic. Yeah. And I think Jordan's just going to have to eat at like five o'clock. You're going to get an early supper. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to stay till dusk. We're going to have to come late afternoon. Yep. And we'll see how it goes. So this year I decided to hire some help. Um, we have a high school girl that my kids love, love, love her. So I just, and she doesn't do sports. And so I'm like, is there any way that two to three days a week, you can just come chill at the house, even for a few hours, like get bedtime going, have them eat supper and just help me out. And she said, That's a yes. Good idea. And I'm like, thank the Lord. Because before well, it was hard to like rush and get the kids to the field with us and 
it's fine a couple of days, but I feel like they're getting big enough that they have homework now and all these things. And so it'll be a big help to have her come. I was very yeah. guilty asking her, but now I'm, I'm like a breath of fresh air. Like, Oh, I haven't left off my shoulders. Yep. Yep. We're con- we're looking for some high school help too, just because the alternative is not readily available. Those it's hard to find help. It's hard to find help in any aspect. It is. And then like help that you trust your kids with. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Also, and so, yeah. Yeah. Also then this year we added in flag football, volleyball for our kids. And so they have practice like tonight, late night's practice Friday. And I'm like, is there any way that you can just pick them up from practice to help me out? And so that is like a giant weight off my shoulders too. And see other people driving my kids stresses me out. Yeah. I only trust my kids with a few people her and our niece and obviously adults, but, um, Speaking of labor shortage, so in the airport, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a coffee at the airport, go up to Starbucks. And she said, we don't have any hot espresso drinks and no hot food. And I'm like, well, then what do you have? You cold coffee and you hate. No, that. I'm sorry. She didn't have any at the airport. She didn't have anything. I could have a black coffee. No, thanks. I like black coffee, but if I'm going to pay for coffee, it's going to have something like it's going right. to be a latte or whatever. I'm like, okay, thank you. And I walked away, whatever. It was like labor. She said, well, we're short people and we're going to shut down here for like an hour until like our next shift comes. Whatever. Okay, fine. So then I'm over that. I go to leave town yesterday. We stopped at Target because we were just both so tired coming in. And like, we got up at 3 a.m. And the line at the airport was really long. Obviously they were making hot coffee at that point, but we said, we'll just stop on the way. Well, you wouldn't, you know, it, they could only make cold coffee because of labor shortages or whatever, which I don't get that. That is weird. But I'm like, I have a friend that travels a lot for her work. And she said the labor shortages are awful. Like it's made, it's made people that are like actually working in fast food and stuff really hateful. They're like super rude. And she said, there's just never anyone working. Oh, and I didn't believe it until I went to Mulvane and I'm like, you're right. This is insane. Okay. So many, I am trying to think of somewhere else that, uh, we were experienced over the weekend that had labor shortages. That was just like, what a freaking joke. Oh, it was just like a food restaurant. We stayed, it was an Italian restaurant and they had to close on Mondays because they couldn't keep help. And I heard out of the owner's mouth because they were all just picking up unemployment because it was paying them more than a real job. What the freaking crap are we instilling? I know. Sure. You just stay home and don't work hard pass. And honestly, who could live off of some of that, those payments like that, somebody that payment wouldn't last us very long. No, our world is scary and it's crazy. And I don't know how to make myself better about it. It is. Okay. We're way off topic, but that's okay. But we've made it short and sweet. Yeah. That's really all we have to say. Like, we're just going to survive harvest. We're both right at the beginning. I mean, we, next two weeks we'll be like, okay, well, this is the issues we're having now. And so definitely come back and hang out with us again. Cause I think we're all in that same stage of mm-hmm. harvest. And if you're like in mom mode by yourself, I totally feel you. Cause silage was rough and you're not alone. It is hard, but just try to see the positives in each day. Drop the rope. I had to drop the rope with my kids last night. They whined about supper and I'm like I'm not doing it I'm not ruining my night over a pot roast so enjoy your Oreo O's that have no nutrition in them and you're going to be hungry in an hour <laughs> but I, I dropped the rope I didn't fight anyone 
nope, it is what it is. We do that. Um, Rhett, I picked him up. They were all really happy to see me, which made my heart happy. But when we left, he said, I want to go see daddy. I miss daddy. And I think he knows this year that dad's going to be gone a lot and he has school and stuff. And it's just very overwhelming. Just mm-hmm. again, a different dynamic, not something where we can, he gets to go to the office and eat lunch on occasion with him. And um, that kind of broke my heart a little bit. I felt really bad for him. Yep. It's tough, but we get through it every year. No, we do. And everybody's stronger for it. And we're going to raise kids that work. Yep. We are little hard workers. So want me to end it with another quote? I have another one. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Obviously I'm going to say like, go get them or something. (laughs) The Jesus in you is stronger than the darkness that threatens you. That's good for the world. Let that light shine. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. We'll catch you when we catch you later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.